Welcome to Lorica, the podcast of Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. St. Patrick's is a parish in the Antiochian Orthodox Christian Archdiocese of North America, serving the Western Rite. Father Patrick is also the administrator of the Orthodox West. In our Gospel lesson this morning, Luke tells us a story that is at once both a cosmic story on the grand scale of the tragedy of humanity, and at the same time he very smartly zooms in and asks each one of us who we are in this story. So it's a story about all of humanity, and it's a story about each one of us individually. We have kind of two stories going on here. The story of sick humanity and the story of you. We could give this story two different titles, actually. You know, sometimes somebody will give these things titles in the gospel. You look at it. We might title this story the healing of the ten lepers. Jesus heals the ten lepers. That would be the macro story of lost humanity, ten, you know, the ten lepers. We're all affected by leprosy. We're all outside the town, far off from God, caught between Samaria and Galilee, caught between the dignity of our humanity and the impurity of our sin. We cry out to the Master who has come down to where we are that he might have mercy upon us. That's the big grand story of the plight of humanity. And of course, he did have mercy, and he does have mercy. He came and he took our sin upon us himself, and he healed all of humanity, the whole lot of it he did. He healed all ten, by the way, in this story, and that's the message. He has healed humanity by becoming man. He recreated the human race in himself, and the rest of creation too. When he rose from the dead, We are raised with him. And everyone, all humans, the good and the bad, will all be raised on the last day because Christ is raised and has destroyed death. But while all will be raised, not all will be made whole. And this is where we come to the other side of the story, the second story and the second title of the story. It's also can be called the story of the one grateful leper. This is where Luke zooms in and he asks us who we are. Are we the one? The one grateful leper? Or are we one of the nine who has ignored what God and Christ has done for us? Now remember also when Luke writes this, he's writing this for Christians. This is a story written specifically for the church. It's a catechesis. It's to remind us of our faith and to apply to our own lives. This is written for us. That's, by the way, why it's the Samaritan that um, is the one who gives thanks. He's sort of saying, you know, you're not going to be saved just by your pedigree. All were healed in the story, but only one was made whole. 
All were healed, but only one was saved. Jesus healed them all by the power of his love, but the only one who was saved was the one who had faith, the one who returned to God to give thanks, to worship at his feet for what he had done. He was the only one who was made whole and saved. A lot of us are waiting to be made whole. We're waiting for something else to happen. We don't feel whole. We still feel very broken. And we're waiting to be whole. We're waiting for God to do something. But the fact of the matter is, is Christ has completed his work. He has healed us. He has come. He's died. He's risen from the dead. And he's delivered us into heaven. As he said himself, it is finished. There was a Calvary of one. We cried out, help. We're enslaved. We need redeemed. And there was a Calvary of one who has come and redeemed his children from the tyranny of sin and death. He's done it. What more could he do that he has not already done? I mean, we have to ask, did he forget something? Did he leave something undone? Did he do it halfway? What more could he do that he has not already done? Well, there is, in fact, one more thing that needs to be done. (laughs) But it's not for him to do. He can't love us any more or any better than he does. What is left, if we are to be made whole, is left to us. And that is our faith. It was the faith of the one leper which made him whole. Christ healed him, but it was his faith. And Christ tells him this explicitly at the end. Your faith has saved you, he says, to the grateful leper. We owe something to God. We owe a response to his love. And it is the only way we can receive the full effect of his redemptive work in our lives. And it is so easy what we owe. So simple, so small a thing to be made whole, to pay back to God the debt we owe for the gift of life and redemption. I mean, he's done the hard part. He shouldered the burden of our sin. We simply owe him our thanks. We owe him our worship, our faith, our trust. We owe him our very lives. And yet so often... We fail to pay this debt, don't we? So often we forget him. You know, like the nine, we just go off down the street, healed but unmindful of the goodness of God. We uh, move on with our day. All the important things we have to do. Sort of leave Jesus standing back there in the middle of the street by himself. Sort of a pitiful thought. Our God is very patient with us and very humble, waiting for us to return to him to offer our thanks and our praise. I was thinking about Adam in paradise when I was thinking about this parable. Of course, I usually think about Adam when I'm thinking about anything in the Bible. (laughs) We always end up going back to Genesis in the story. It's all there. Think about it. God gave Adam paradise. I mean, he gave him everything. Paradise. And yet, Adam was ungrateful. He was ungrateful. And he didn't trust God's goodness. 
It's really difficult for us to grasp, to understand how the tree of life was not good enough for Adam. It wasn't enough. The tree of life wasn't enough for him. How is that possible? God gave Adam Christ, his son, and Christ was not enough. He gave him glory and beauty and every good thing. And what did Adam do? He traded it for dust and thorns. Because he failed to give thanks, he failed to trust and praise the Creator. Obviously, we can't ignore the role of the serpent in all of this. In any event, all of us since that day have been trapped in the same sin, essentially. Forgetting God, not realizing that God really is the source of our joy. If our problem is forgetfulness of God, the solution would be mindfulness of God. If our problem is ingratitude, the solution is thankfulness, which we offer in this sacrifice of praise of the Mass. The psalmist says somewhere that the sinner shall borrow and not pay again, but the just showeth mercy and shall give. The sinner receives life from God, but he does not return thanks, just as these nine lepers. He's not mindful of God. Goes on his way doing his silly business. The sinner does not pay. That's what makes him a sinner. The fact that he does not pay what he owes. Thanks to God. Our sweet communion with God is reliant, is reliant upon our turning back to him. There's a mystery of desire that God places in every single one of us. A desire for Him. He can't make us love Him. That's one thing God can't do. He can't make you love Him. Force is alien to love. You know, if we were to survey the Scriptures from beginning to end, and we were to study all the sins that were committed, especially in the Old Testament by the Jews, for example, all of the sins committed against God, they all boil down to this. They forgot God. They went on with their lives without a thought for Him. And when they were in trouble or needed something, they tried to solve their problems without turning to God. Really, that is the essence of all of their sin. They didn't pray. They didn't listen to the prophet. They didn't call upon God. They went out to war. They went and did this, you know touching the ark, getting struck dead, all of it. It's all about the same thing. That's the essence of it. It's very simple for us to take a lesson from this. They desired everything but God. They did not turn to Him for help. It's really the sin of adultery and idolatry, essentially. Makes me think of David, the prophet and king David. Now, David was an actual adulterer and murderer. And yet, when we read about him, we're told he was a great man. A great man, despite his sin. What was more important than his sin, which made him a great man? Despite his sin, he was a man after God's heart. He had deep contrition for his sin, deep sorrow. And he turned to God. He trusted in God's mercy. And at the end of the day, 
David desired God above all else. The desire for God purifies us from a great many things. As we read, love covers a multitude of sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been listening to Father Patrick Cardine, pastor of St. Patrick's Orthodox Church in Bealton, Virginia. This has been a production of the Orthodox West.